0: Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Alex J. And with me is my gorgeous ethereal co host, Ben Charwood. This
1: is the podcast
0: where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. And after three and a half years, there's still more. That never ends. We've been told to watch so many movies. (gasps) How are you, my love? I'm okay.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a little, uh, uh, like, Low-level depressed about the um, Roe v. Wade stuff that's yes. going on in the
0: US. Yeah. Big shout-out to – we do have a big chunk of American listeners in yes. our demographic. So, big uh, shout-out to our American listeners. Love is being sent your way very hard from this country. Uh, it, fucking devastating. Mm. It's it's been a week, hey? Yeah, it's Even fucked. just peripherally watching it happen, you just can't help but think, fuck, imagine if that happened here. So there is actually a, a rally. There's a bunch of rallies being held this weekend around Australia. Um, but the one in Sydney, which is where we live, is on at Town Hall at 1 p.m. on Saturday. So if anyone's free, head down to that. I yeah. think that'll be really
1: We'll be there. We'll be around.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you want to come say hi.
0: (laughs) um, Make this about us. Chat movies, women's bodies, our rights. (laughs) Yeah, one in the same. All of the – they're all very interconnected. (laughs) Um, But aside from that, how are you,
1: my love? Yeah,
0: I'm good, (laughs) yeah. Mood's been a bit, like said, low-level, depressed, but um, other than that, a fine week. Yeah, a fine week. Fine, not like a, a fine week. Like just the middle That's good fun. good steady solid week. Nice for me this week. I did have car trouble and my car is not working at the moment <gasps> that I discovered this morning before mm. coming here. And you still were on time. You still were <laughs> on time and I was still fucking late. <laughs> I ran, I ran. It's like on over over here. But, um, yeah, so I had some car trouble. Don't know what's going to happen with that. It got to a point where we tried to jumpstart it and, and, like, Luke has leads and stuff because he's, a, he's, he's a, a bloody boy. <laughs> <laughs> they got rights, they got leads. What else do they need? <laughs> it's too much in this world, all right? Oh. Give some to us. I'll take the rights, not the leads. You yeah. can take <laughs> the Um And so, yeah, so I have no idea what's going to happen with it or what I'm going to do with it. But it got to a point where I'm like, I have to go. And out of sight, out of mind. Oh,
1: my God, you poor thing. <sighs>
0: so, yeah, that, that was my morning. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, a few other things, but head over to our Patreon to um, hear those, those yeah. kinds of chats. For
1: the long-form catch-up. Yeah. Um, you want to get into what kind of things, you know, what car parts Alex yeah, is going to need. Yeah,
0: I'm going li- to make a listicle of uh, the potential problems of my car. So yeah. seven bucks a month. Uh, <laughs> head on over. How are you? Oh, wait, I already asked you that. No, that's okay. Well, I, um, Let's move on to our next thing then. Okay. What have you watched this week? Okay. I guess on the train of low level depressed, I (laughs) finished watching the three part, four part series of Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. I watched it too. Are you okay? Sad. So 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 sad. sad. I mean, fucking pretty appropriate. You know, I mean, topical with what is going on with the yeah. Roe v Wade thing at the moment and just women, people just don't like them having autonomy over shit. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, but fuck me, that was a depressing watch.
1: <laughs> I just want to know, when are we going to stop letting men find God? <laughs> when are we going to st- – there? it's never turned out well.
0: Yeah, so true. The God
1: should be for the girlies now. The
0: God- <laughs> That's it, God <laughs> is for the girlies. Let us find him, all right? Because you're not doing it very well. Mm. Or just let us have a chat to him. We can, yeah, just a quick, a quick touching base. (laughs) Yeah, I just have some
1: questions of like, so why that many babies? Like, just curious. So you made the pussy. Mm. You want that many kids? Mm What's, what's going on with you? What is your fucking problem, God, and, is what I want to
0: say. And do you know, you know what will happen? We'll find out God's a woman and these guys have never even spoken to her. It's just
1: some other guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's God's husband and he's like, no, yeah. no, no, babe, I'll take this. I'll take this. Yeah. All right, guys, what you need to do. 78 wives. <laughs>
1: You know what I found crazy is there's a scene, like, in the first episode where one of the guys who has multiple wives, they're like, the like, so what's it like, you know, living with, like, that many people, that many women in the yeah. house? And he's like, oh, you know what it's like having that many w- women under the roof? <laughs> it's a bit much. I'm like, you chose this. What do you mean? You just no force this upon you, sir. You can you can just have less women, in there. it's actually more normal to have less of him in there.
0: Yeah, you can like you can halve that number easy, and no one would blink an eye. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, oh, a, this could be a reality TV show. I tell you what, yeah. the of drama and yak yak yakkin. <laughs> <sighs> wow, This is a creepy, creepy fucking series. Mm. Yako. Yeah, yeah. What have you watched this week?
1: Okay. I last night I went to go see the Elvis movie. <gasps> right. And look, I'm going to talk about it more on the Patreon. Okay. So if you want to hear my full thoughts and feelings, go over there. Mm-hmm. But on the public record, I mm-hmm. would like to say to everyone out there taking a fat shit on Austin Butler for <gasps> doing his Elvis-like voice in interviews and stuff. Mm. Fuck off.
0: Really? He,
1: okay, he was so great in it. He does such a fantastic Elvis impression. It's a wonderful performance. He gets to perform as, like, well, the king. The king. The king, and he's so cool. I'm like, if that was me, for months,
0: years, I would just oh. be
1: like, oh, ho, ho, ho. you can not stop me.
0: Yeah, every dinner, every party, every Christmas, all right, Uncle Austin's got to do it. Yeah, of yeah. course.
1: I've been doing a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's not. I haven't, I'm not as good, but just I would be doing like, well, that's a crazy thing about I me. You I yes. love working with Baz Luhrmann. Like, I, you couldn't shut me up Wait, about so it. Wait, so
0: I didn't even hear about this. So, is he being? Is he keeping in character in interviews and stuff?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, he's doing like the very or much the bits. Elvis voice. Yeah. And like people like, oh, he's doing so annoying, and I'm like, you
0: haven't. We just just can't let anyone have anything these days. Yeah. You know, but just let him have some fucking fun with it. Why can't we just let him have that? A full year he got
1: to dress in like full rhinestones, like do like these big bombastic performances on stage.
0: That would change you.
1: I would want to live there forever too.
0: Absolutely. I'd be like, okay, can we make a sequel? And, uh, you know, the what if he didn't die. (laughs) (laughs) This needs to be a series. Okay, Uh, Yeah, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Whoever said that.
1: Go and see the movie. It's very good. Oh. Baz Luhrmann's a fucking genius, I'll tell you that much.
0: Interesting. Oh, I'm excited because I've heard some things. I've heard differing opinions. <gasps> um
1: I'll fight anyone. Alright.
0: <laughs> Head to the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the ladies guide to dude cinema, seven dollars a month for that and more. Woo! Yeah, nice people say nice things. Oh my god. Got two shout outs this week. What? Number one, this is a personal personal shout out for me John on our patreon you are an angel from heaven so I mentioned on last week's episode, I don't remember if it was a main feed or a Patreon, but I went to the Hunter Valley, did a wine tour, accidentally smashed the bottle of rosé upon my arrival back at home. Yes. And you asked me what vineyard it was from, and I said, anyway, John sends me a link saying that that vineyard actually does online deliveries, links me directly to the rosé specifically. Oh, my God. I didn't even think to do that. I was just like, well, I'm not in the area anymore. I guess I could never get that wide again. So, John, thank you. You are John, a oh for life. Oh, my God.
1: It, that's so fucking
0: sweet. Thank you, John. And um, this next one is a message from Robert on Facebook. Hi, guys. Love your podcast. I only discovered it a couple of months ago via the Weekly Planet but have now caught up with every episode. So refreshing to hear such a different perspective on movies that are essentially part of my DNA. I teach film studies (gasps) and have several young women in my class and listening to The Ladies' Guide has really helped me to deliver my lectures in a way that feels so much more inclusive and appropriate, so I just wanted to say a massive thank you. You're both hilarious and a joy to listen to on my morning commute. Uh, Please keep it going forever because it's great and the world needs more shows like this. He said, thank you, you're great, and I've been telling everyone to get on board, including my students. Robert! So, Phil... (laughs) It's so beautiful. Thank you, Robert. Thank you so much. The idea that film students are listening to this podcast. Yeah. It's so counterintuitive to me, but I love it. And that film students are getting our perspective. That's what I mean. Rather <laughs> than actual know, experts. No expertise, no education on the subject. That's so, Robert,
1: wonderful. you're amazing. And we're happy to guest lecture. Um, Absolutely. If you would love to have us, we're just going to say it's so. Getting people horny through cinema.
0: Okay. What, what does, does that break it down? mean? And then we have a whiteboard. I'll get. We'll do a PowerPoint presentation of the different types of horny, linking them to different types of cinema.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bring mm-hmm. your towels. It's going to get sweaty. <laughs> so, Robert, you're amazing. Thank you. Okay. okay. Shall we now talk
0: that- about the movie
1: now? Anyone who's been skipping furiously sure. to find the point where we actually start talking about the movie, you've arrived.
0: It's now here. We are.
1: So this week we uh, are off the back of doing Total Recall. Mm. We were like Sharon Stone was fantastic.
0: Oh yeah, she's just I- in my head. I can't get rid of her.
1: Yeah, she's a cultural icon. Mm. She's iconic. I like heard so much about her, but we haven't seen a lot of her movies. I was like, well, let's do. Basic Instinct, which is
0: the movie she did directly after Total Recall.
1: Yes, and is the famous movie where she goes to uncross her legs and you see her genitalia. <laughs>
0: I've never said that before in my life. We both went with a French pronunciation, yeah, because well. <laughs> she's a fancy lady.
1: She's a fancy lady, but I was like, what happens? What happens else? What happens else in that movie? What's,
0: what is the other things that do happen as well in this movie? Thank yes. you, yeah. Sharon.
1: Um, and first thoughts after watching it. Mm-hmm. Shocked we have not been recommended this movie.
0: So, yeah, I went in and looked at our list of recommendations. It's not on there. Uh, it
1: bamboozled.
0: No one, none of our cinemates have requested this film.
1: Uh, this is... Peak dude cinema.
0: I, Peak dude cinema. What? How will we three and a half years in? And miss this. What did you think it was about, apart from the the leg-spreading crossing scene, what else did you know about this movie beforehand?
1: I knew pretty much everything that happened in it. I knew oh, that. Oh, really?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Um, I knew that she was a serial killer. I oh. knew that uh, she killed her victims and wrote, In a book about it.
0: Oh wow! How did you know all this? Yeah,
1: I don't. Just like from people talking about it, or like people making a reference to it, and Mm -hmm. then me putting like working back, being like, okay, well that must be. Da, 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 All right. Um, and, yeah, so basically, there was not a lot of surprises for me in this movie.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, what about you? I knew nothing about it. Whoa. The only thing I knew was the leg-crossing scene. I didn't know the storyline at all. Uh. I always just assumed it was, which I think now I'm getting mixed up with the movie Fatal Attraction. I thought it was about a woman who is stalked by another woman and she steals her identity or something. I think that's what Fatal Attraction right. is about.
1: Is that the one with the bunny boiler? What's that? Will she boil someone's bunny? Oh, pro-
0: I mean, probably. I don't
1: know. My mum used to always be like, ah, oh, she's a bunny boiler. Oh. And I was like,
0: you sound insane. <laughs> Are you a bunny boiler? What does that even what mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> um, no, Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction. Yeah, so that's what I thought uh. this movie was. So I, at every twist and turn, I had no idea what was going on. I was very surprised the whole way through this film. Mm. Shall we jump in? Let's get into it. He got 31 stab wounds. What was it? Ice pick. Would like to speak to him, Ms. Catherine
1: Trammell, please? Is she a suspect? She's a suspect. I wanted to write a book about the murder of a retired rock and roll star. You know how she does the boyfriend? With an ice pick. She intended the book to be her alibi. I picked him up and I had sex with him.
0: You didn't feel anything for him. You just had sex with him for your book.
1: In the beginning. Then I got to like what he did for me. You like playing games, don't you? It's nice. You've got no physical evidence. She's lying. What's your new book about?
0: A detective
1: who falls for the wrong woman. What happens?
0: She kills him. A brutal murder. A brilliant killer. A cop who can't resist the danger. A police detective is in charge of the investigation of a brutal murder in which a beautiful and seductive woman could be involved.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that could, that does sum it up. It does. Um, it does make it seem like there's more mystery, yeah, <laughs> in the film than there is. Okay. Like that, there's an actual like investigation. Yeah, okay, because this movie opens on the crime, and you see Sharon Stone's character commit the you crime. You don't
0: see her face though.
1: It's her though.
0: Okay, so for someone who had no idea what this movie was about, I was intrigued the whole way through. Really, I was in the roller coaster of the who done it. The whole way through, I was like, it might not be her. We didn't see her face at the beginning. It could be someone with a wig or something or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so in your own words, Rebecca, for anyone who hasn't seen this film, how would you describe it?
1: I would describe it as a movie that uh, tells you the plot at the start (laughs) and then is like, but maybe not. Right. And then it's like, oh, we don't know. And then the whole time is... Basically, Sharon Stone is this serial killer and there's a detective who just, like, loves to fuck. Uh, that's his main thing, by the way.
0: loves to fuck. Yeah, this
1: is what his uh, pronos are. Fucking, drinking, cocaine. Cigarettes. Cigarettes, driving, blondes, uh, therapy, maybe cocaine again,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then police work and that. murders, yeah. That's his list of priorities. <laughs> he does really not he does not care for his job oh, he's whatsoever
0: barely does it. <laughs> Barely. I think Barely I saw two minutes of police work from this man Yeah, this movie.
1: Yeah, a pair of legs walks in and he's like, what justice system?
0: <laughs> what, this badge? Fuck it off. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you.
1: And then the movie is, yeah, there's there's a like a mystery in there. There's a crime to be solved. Most of it is uh, Sharon Stone and Martin Sheen? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas.
0: That's. <laughs> That's the exact two people I got mixed up. Okay, when we were doing platoon, not platoon. Um, Apocalypse um, Now. Apocalypse Now. Yes. Michael Douglas, Martin Sheen. I could always get those two guys mixed up. Oh fuck! Okay. They're both from the same era. They're both old white men, and they, they look both kind of the same. And they look kind of the same. Yeah. And they both have famous dads with you know Martin Sheen.
1: Or oh, Charlie Sheen is yeah Charlie Sheen's.
0: is yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Michael Douglas, Kirk Douglas is his dad, who yeah. is a famous guy. So, you know. It's all, this, they're all the same. They're all the same guy. But anyway, so, so. Martin Sheen is in this movie.
1: <laughs> Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas. Is in this movie. Ah. Martin Michael Douglas is in this movie. Martin
0: Michael Douglas Sheen. Yes. Stars in Basic Instinct. <laughs>
1: Which has own. and most of it is just them fucking.
0: It's soft porn. So, like. Sometimes uh, not even soft. It. Yeah, hardcore. just
1: normal porn. This movie made me feel like a prude because the amount of fucking in it, I was like, oh, for Christ's sake, can we get back to the storyline, please?
0: Where do they find <laughs> the time? Again, he's meant to be on the job and there's so many evenings he spends just in in bed or in front of a fireplace. Like what? Do you guys not have shit to do? Mm. I don't have this kind of time where I could just spend half a day fucking on the beach and then going back and sitting in front of a fireplace. Like what?
1: What's your laundry schedule like? are you both
0: really busy people? Yeah.
1: I don't know. It bothered me and it (laughs) made me also look inside myself and be like,
0: what happened to the firecracker? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I <laughs> make more time for this fun stuff? <laughs> I've got some editing to do. <laughs> yeah. I've got tasks. I've got admin.
1: There's no time. Alex has a very funny joke about that.
0: Who? You. Oh, me. <laughs> I thought you meant Skip. No, oh, no, no. Oh, um, yes, thank
1: you. Yes. <laughs> Go check it out online. Um, yes, okay. yes.
0: So soft porn, two people with very skewed priorities around their job professions
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and it is very like okay yeah for someone who didn't know they do map it out for you at the beginning but i just thought that was a red hair or could possibly be the red herring yeah 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 yeah. so then well as we go along and we learn that the psychiatrist slash his ex-girlfriend
1: oh my god
0: (laughs) which is like conflict of interest times a hundred but I, then when she was introduced as a possible suspect, I was like,
1: "Ooh, yeah. this is
0: that's why we were deceived at the beginning because it's actually her." So I was I was fully cascaded along with the mystery of it all.
1: Yeah. Oh, it definitely gathered speed at the end with like adding mm. in all of the possibilities and like. Yeah. Oh, a lot of biphobia in this, by the way.
0: Yeah, a lot of um, it's not real if women want to <laughs> fuck women, but also like dick.
1: Yeah, they really just want the dick. Mm. That's what gets them off. Even if they're with another woman, they still want
0: you still a dick have, involved. Still got to have the pain. Mm. Even if you have this gorgeous, beautiful woman who's yeah. obsessed with you, she still needs that pain. Yeah. Right? She's, still, she's not fulfilled until she gets the pain. Yeah. Yeah. There was, a, it was weird, <laughs> weird vibes around this film. Yeah. Apparently it was really like, – it was protested a lot. Really? When it came out because I think there was a lot of – like protested by LGBTQ people – because I think at the time there was a lot of biphobia and homophobia of painting lesbians especially as evil in movies. Right,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this was around the same time as, I mean, Ace Ventura's
0: transphobic. Yeah, transphobic, yeah. Painting these uh, people of other persuasions as evil and serial killers and stuff.
1: Oh, and this was like around the same time as um, Signs of the Lambs. Ah, yes. Again, transphobia too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yucky. Oof. So. <laughs> and that's not, we're just chipping away at the surface. There's so much more in this movie. There is. Let's get into it. Okay. Let's go cast. All right. Our leading lady, Sharon Stone. What did you think? I love her. She, she was
0: amazing. She was incredible. Mm. She's like. Because the reason that we learnt from Kappa last week is because the reason she was cast in this is because she did such a good job in Total Recall of, like, flipping between Innocent Sweet Girl and Psycho Killer. Yeah. And that fully came through in this. Uh, It was more Psycho Killer than Innocent Girl, but... I just, I love her. She was so mm. powerful and in control of the character. Every Yeah, I love her. What did you think?
1: Yeah, she was amazing. And also a lot of the lines she delivered could have been, like, really cheesy, hmm. but she really, like, delivered them in a convincing way. Like, when she's, like, telling Michael Douglas all these things she knows about him mm-hmm. and, like, being like, well, I could tell because blah, 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 Yeah. And she did it in such a convincing, like, in-control way. I was like, ooh, that it wasn't ooh. just yeah, like
0: cheesy cop drama or anything like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, and she's so beautiful. Let's just say it.
0: Let's say it. She's
1: stunning. So
0: be- and Deadass. ass,
1: dad ass.
0: We see, <laughs> uh, see Deadass ass a few times. <laughs> Again, <Yeah. laughs> it's it's a soft porn movie.
1: I'm gonna say a third of the movie. Is yeah,
0: ass. but fuck if I had it. Yeah, I'd be wanting 40. you to see it too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gorgeous,
0: <laughs> and her hair—the way they do. Sometimes it's like oh. really slicked back and like professional and severe, and then other times it's just like flowy and fluffy. And ah,
1: oh. yeah, I'd love to have that hair. Yeah, oh, it'd be I'd love my nice. hair to have that
0: range. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, you know what's crazy? Because I listened to Celebrity Memoir Book Club. They did mm. her biography recently.
0: Ooh, I have to listen.
1: And in it, she's like, yeah she says about herself, she's like, yeah, people cast me when they wanted, like, a different kind of weird-looking person. And I was like, you could not be... Excuse me, what? ...further away from weird... You are, like, a blonde bombshell. shell. blonde
0: white lady. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Blonde hair, blue eyes.
0: What's weird about... Yeah, I would love to know. Literally, there is...
1: (laughs) Actually, I wouldn't love to know, because if I sat down with her and she's like, yeah, like, there's this mole that you can, like, barely see on my cheek, I'll be like
0: got a slight bump in the top of my nose yeah all right Sharon fuck off
1: (laughs) just sitting there just slowly being like do I need to kill myself
0: (laughs) Sharon what do you think yeah (laughs) just gorgeous and I love the early 90s aesthetic everything's soft washed yeah like because they're on the beach a lot so it's all like beautiful you know lighting and Misty and and she's just looks and she's always wearing flowy linens and stuff. Yeah, so Mm. much white, a lot of white. Yeah, and we're not just talking about the cast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. I just realized that. Oh no, there wasn't a
0: single
1: person of color in this. No. I mean the nineties. Yeah, isn't this nineteen
0: ninety two or something? Yeah. Okay.
1: Ooh la la. Ooh la la. (laughs) Um, Michael Douglas.
0: Yeah <laughs> Say more. I I'm confused by him. Mm. I don't know what it is. I think it's mostly physical. Yeah. I was he meant to was he a, a hottie? Begna, was he? I mean, was he desired? If we are looking
1: through Catherine Zeta-Jones's beautiful dark eyes, I guess
0: that's why I'm confused. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, that look—he's a handsome dude. He's handsome, but also not. But but she's Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes, I. Don't, it did she feel- dips beneath the lasers? I mean, yeah. <laughs> why is she? It did feel weird. Him like. All these, like, very attractive women, like the therapists. Oh, yeah. And start, like, really gorgeous, like, tens of women. Mm. And they're just, like, falling over themselves. That's, I
0: think that's what I was mostly confused by. And he's got, like, kind of, like, gaunt
1: bug eyes.
0: Like, I think, like, everything else, like, very, and
1: then just the eyes are, like, yeah, buggish <laughs> Yes.
0: I think that's probably what I was mostly confused by is, like, why her beautiful Sharon Stone character with a gorgeous, albeit, Psycho girlfriend at home, yeah, would just become so fixated on him, yeah, sexually, animalistically. I'm like, dude, you are a gorgeous, gorgeous, successful author who lives in a mansion on the beach. Yeah, why is this guy like? He would. He's def- an alcoholic, it's drug a- addict. Oh, he stinks! I bet he fucking stinks. <laughs> yes, I did think that the whole time because yeah. he did look like
1: pretty sweaty and sweaty, states. and
0: just like smoking all the time. Nineties, they didn't like they didn't chew gum after yeah. a cigarette back then. So, yeah, I, I was confused by him, and I think it's because of the Sharon Stone character apparently being obsessed with him and then Catherine Zeta-Jones being obsessed with him. Yeah. Enough to get married to him. I mean, hes I guess he's the original BDE. Do you reckon? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he got BDE in this movie for sure. He's the Pete Davidson of the 90s okay uh, yeah Michael Douglas is the Pete Davidson of <laughs> I'm sure he'd love that he would love that <laughs> um, And his performance was fine I I wasn't mm. like wowed by it yeah uh, I think he did the light in the dark very well like going from just like I'm um, doing the job to like psycho guy obsessed with sex and stuff he was creepy and he was yeah he was fine I just I just feel like you could have kind of put any white dude from that era in that role and it would have been the same
1: yeah what about you i think i'd want someone who is a little more charming like or a little more like disheveled looking
0: yes okay yeah like i'm trying to think who i would anyone from even from now it doesn't have to be time appropriate i would who was i imagining a bit more like yeah a bit more like haggard and like oh i've been in this job so long kind of guy
1: yeah even like a young johnny depp
0: yeah or an affleck
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The time.
1: How old was he in this? Yeah, she because she was I playing smelt, a thirty-year-old. I smelt an age gap.
0: Oh yes, I. I saw it on the when comparing their skin, <laughs> yeah, to the, each other. And it wouldn't bother me so
1: much if there wasn't like seven sex scenes in it. Like if there was four, I'd be like, ah. But there were like long sex scenes. It gave me time to assess yes. and think.
0: And like, I just it's I love, I love the time difference in uh, what was like bodily aesthetics in Hollywood because he was like, he's a skinny guy and yeah you know like there's some scenes where he's like walking around with no pants on and stuff and he's got teeny tiny little skinny little legs <laughs> oh god it's so different now you wouldn't see that in in this kind of a role where he's like an alpha male and I don't fucking care yeah all right so he was forty six when it was filmed and she was thirty. So there's there's the age gap.
1: I mean, uh, I have to, I can't be the pot calling the kettle. That's it being said, I'm not a high-powered Hollywood executive. No,
0: exactly. I'm just a silly
1: girl who made a few mistakes.
0: Okay, yeah, these people, (laughs) the high-powered Hollywood executives choose this. They, on purpose, choose this. Dating in an age gap, you don't choose it. It chooses you, right, or something (laughs) like that. Yeah, Okay. But that definitely the age gap Yeah, it is did for real.
1: It did stink stuff up a little bit mm. for me.
0: It, I wonder if there is – do you think there's anything to the fact that the power dynamic is quite different in this movie in terms of male-female because she is the villain and she kind of holds the power throughout it in that she knows she's the killer and she's not letting it on? Maybe with, in yeah. terms of the age gap, like, she's still kind of in control yeah. the whole way through. I wonder if...
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And it makes sense as to why she's, like, has such a, like, more powerful performance because she does hold all of the power. Yeah. And why she likes him is because he thinks that he's truly in control and he knows more than her and he's experienced. And she's just yeah. playing with him the whole time. It's kind
0: of like two just massive egos battling it out for the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I was kind of like, how he
1: treats love is kind of fucked. Because I was like, you're horny. There's a difference.
0: Yes. For a 46 year old man. Yeah. You should know that by now, sir. (laughs) Who else? Um, Oh, we have The Therapist. Ah, yes. I recognized her straight away, but I didn't know where from. And so I went onto her IMDb. I had to scroll very far down. (laughs) She played... A love interest on Frasier for one episode. And that's exactly where I know her from. (laughs) Oh my God. Frasier really informed my childhood. Yeah. Realizing more and more. Um, Particularly did-
1: after last week's Patreon.
0: Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's. But she's she's had a huge career. But that's where I know her from. She, wow. But, uh, did you recognise her? Not at all. Yeah. Okay. She but
1: was she's was very pretty. And I was like, you're in something else for sure.
0: Yeah. One thing that
1: like, ugh, I was like really sad at the start when there's that awful sex scene
0: between him and her. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Should we? Yeah, trigger warning, there's a kind of rape scene in this yeah,
1: movie. It, yeah, it's portrayed as like a, like she's into it, but, but she's very clearly saying no multiple times.
0: Yeah, and I didn't know how to take it as while we are watching it because it was 1990. I was like, well, to me this seems awful and terrible and aggressive and non-consensual with my 2022 brain, but I wonder like at the time was it just more of a, oh, it's just a rough sex scene.
1: Yeah. But apparently
0: there's a lot of... It, it's called a rape scene. That society at large decided that at the time, which yeah. I thought was good.
1: Yeah, good because yeah, it was troubling. Like,
0: yeah, like you don't want to portray that kind of a inter- sexual interaction on screen and have it not be gross and criminal kind of thing. Like, because then other people might watch it and be like, "Oh yeah, see, it's like a in basic instinct, you know, it's just rough, yeah. just rough sex." Yeah. No, no, no. She's
1: into it in the end. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that was awful. Mm, I, did not, um, I did not like nor expect that. Hmm. I have to
1: admit, after like the fifth sex scene, there was a period where I was just like, I wasn't watching, I was just listening. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, my neighbors must think I'm literally yeah. watching porn in the middle of the day. So she
0: hated broad daylight. Because the thing, I wasn't in a sexy mood while watching it, so it, yeah, I felt more inconvenienced by all the sex scenes. Yes, I know. Okay, I guess I'll sit through this now. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't in any way in the mood of like, oh yeah, that's fucking hot or anything. I was just like, okay, here mm. we go again.
1: Yeah. Oh, one more thing about the therapist mm. is when they showed the photo of her when she was younger on the license with blonde hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, they didn't even take a photo of her in a wig. Yeah, They just right? really badly photoshopped, photoshopped on.
0: Guys, this is a movie studio. You have <gasps> wig budget. Yeah, just take a photo of her in a wig. Like, you know that <laughs> meme of the baby
1: with the different wigs? Yeah. That's what it looked like. It looked <laughs> so dumb. I was like, guys, come on.
0: <laughs> but yeah, she was great. I, I really enjoyed her performance. Mm. Uh, the whole storyline of them is so fucked it's insane. Yeah. The whole way through, I'm like, how is it? Like because she's sitting in on meetings and all this stuff. She is his therapist. She's she an active, active therapist. To say that he is now mentally sound enough following his whatever happened with her where he shot tourists or something. Yeah. Like, and they're fucking at the same time and they have history. Like, how is no one in this boardroom? Clocking onto the conflict of interest here. And yeah. she's like so emotional and dramatic about like chasing him out of the rooms and stuff. Yeah. Why is no one saying anything about this? The 90s were wild. It was wild. Is there any yes. other like characters that we'd want to talk about specifically like it's pretty small main cast
1: yeah yeah it was pretty small i mean there was a bunch of detectives and stuff who yeah whatever
0: w- were white uh. yeah
1: they're all just like you can't be doing this and he's like i'm gonna do it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah we're all bloated and puffy and we've all got drinking problems
1: yeah i mean everyone maybe that's why he's the heartthrob is because he's the only detective who doesn't look like he's about to die
0: (laughs) or wearing his pants up on his chest like that other big guy oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay if we're moving on from characters specifically can we talk about specific scenes yes one that i just remembered when they're in the club
1: Oh my I god! I forgot about it until I just saw my notes. This scene was so silly. Oh my god, ridiculous! So
0: silly. I, is this what clubbing was like back in the day? No, and this is like because <laughs> these are the movies we grew up
1: on. So yeah. I remember going clubbing and being so fucking disappointed. Yes, that it's just people looking nervous in a room. <laughs> Or looking ridiculously drunk. Like, there's no in-between. being way
0: too crammed in, but not in a fun way. Yeah,
1: there's no dance no nope. circles.
0: Yes! There's, like, yeah, none of it's sexy. You're not just walking around making out with anyone in a fishnet tank top. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what they all water, all water the clubs back in the 90s, yeah, yeah. according so to this, TV.
1: Okay, so this scene, he goes to the club to find... <laughs> Just how he approaches her is so funny. Of oh, so- <laughs> just like wading through the crowd, what just is like
0: deep V neck, by the way. Yes. Which does oh, I don't like Michael Douglas in a V. I'll say it. Mm. No, thank you.
1: No. Wardrobe only focused on Sharon Stone in this. <laughs> that was their whole project and they nailed it. The rest of it I was like, what are they fucking doing?
0: like, how old is he? Forty six? Okay, we've only got wardrobes for 20-year-olds. I guess he's in that. This is what he's in. Yeah. He's like go like a shark, like
1: trying to seek her out. And then she's with her girlfriend. Her girlfriend. And some other dude. Mm. And then they just like do like a weird like partner swap, but they're like looking Mm. at each other Mm. and getting off on each other, dancing with these dudes.
0: And and he and Sharon Stone hadn't made out or anything yet. This is the first time they like cross that line of physical touch and stuff. And it's just so weird the way it's led up to. Yeah. It was kind of like slightly dancing. It felt like a bit of an Austin Powers thing, like slightly dancing around each other, like, but you know, intense eye contact. Yeah. They might was, as well have been like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing the stone. two fingers across the <laughs>
1: eyes, by the way.
0: And then he's like. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm walking You're up so to
1: good at that. You have a secret skill of Austin Powers dancing stop it <laughs> that's
0: my that's my next career pivot just, being an just impersonator. up in movie world just yeah <laughs> austin could be a woman shut up <laughs> yeah it was such a weird scene. It was so weird and also the, the club was so bright yes
1: it was like fluorescent white light yeah yeah there was not a single shadow in this shot whatsoever Did not like
0: it at all yeah <laughs> It's a very silly movie. Very silly. They were really good at
1: soft lighting in this. They
0: were when when they were like outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Particularly at the the, her house. Oh, that house I is love gorgeous. That house. I really want to live in that oh house. Oh, my God, that house. <laughs> Actually, sorry, we did forget a main character of this film and that is the violin. I don't know if you noticed, but... Every scene in this movie has like suspenseful strings behind it. I didn't clock that because it just becomes so normalized. Right. There is like barely any scenes that are just don't have a score underneath them. It's like they're really pushing the suspense angle, and so yeah. like from from the begin, like from the first scene, obviously when she's she kills that guy. But then for the rest of it, it's like there's just if you go back and just skip through, there is always just ominous constant. strings being played underneath it. Uh. So that's probably what got me into the, like, oh, there's more to this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everything's suspenseful.
1: Yeah, there was a lot, particularly in the last scene, there was so many strings. I got really Mm. annoyed at the last scene. I was like, just, whatever you're going to do, do it.
0: Oh, when they're having sex again and we are like,
1: will she, won't she kill him? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because also it's, like, in the same
1: bed again. Yeah. The same lighting.
0: She's on top. Yeah. Yeah, same blocking. (laughs) So it's like, there's like two or three times where they make it seem as though she's about to kill him because she reaches back and then she's like, ah, and then falls forward and you're like, ah, did she kill she him, kill didn't him? she? And there's like two or three times where that happens and every time it's just, no, she's just coming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but they fully make us think like, oh, my God, she's killed. Her. Oh, no, she just came. That's it. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. It's a bit. I'll do that once.
1: <laughs> also, the one thing that was realistic is she did look kind of like a bit, Awkward when she was coming and I was like, that's real. That's ah. realism right there. It's never as cute as you think. Any <laughs>
0: <Everyone's
1: laughs> virgins out there were wondering.
0: <laughs> if you think you're cute when you're coming, guess what? No, no, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Sharon Stone can't be cute when she's coming. None of us can.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Should we talk about the iconic scene?
1: Yes. So I, as I said, heard about this on Celebrity My Mom Book Club.
0: Okay. And oh yes, because I have read just on Wikipedia stuff about her reaction to it. But you would know more.
1: Maybe. I that. mean, you might know more as well. But because I, I had to read, like, I had to know because it's mm. such a big scene. And so, it turns out she didn't know that this was going to be, yeah, in the movie.
0: Oh God, that's awful. That sucks.
1: Like she didn't know until the premiere. Where everyone was watching it, and she went up and she hit the director and was like, "How fucking dare you?" So
0: when was is this memoir recent?
1: I don't know.
0: I wonder because I read that that she said that in interviews back in the day, and I was wondering if like if she's spoken about it recently. So if that's a recent memoir. That I means she has spoken about it recently. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So she went Fuck up and hit him and was like, "Fuck you! You like you never told me this was going to be in it."
0: Because I read what. Happened was she was wearing white underpants and she was doing the crossing, and then the director was like, "The white is reflecting light, so can you just take your underpants off?" Which is a cool thing to hear on a movie set, I imagine. Yeah, I'm like, well, you guys can't source another pair of skin colour pair of undies. Yeah, on your and it's her second film. Mm. She was an unknown. They 14 other actresses said no to this role before she got it. Wow. So Michael Douglas really wanted an A lister on there because it was a risky movie and he was like, if I have another A-lister with me, it's not just me who's risking everything. Yeah. And everyone said no because of how sexual it was. Mm. So this is her second film, like, ever. And she's worked with his director before, so she probably feels safe and comfortable with him. And then he's asked her, can you take your underpants off to film this scene where you spread your legs? And, you know, she said yes, thinking that it wouldn't be filmed like that. Mm. And then it was, and then it made it into the cut. And what, she didn't know about it? I didn't know that. Yeah, she didn't know. Until she saw it on screen.
1: Yeah, in a a room full of fucking people. How awful.
0: Gross. I think that's now
1: why there's, like, so... In the wake of this, there's so many rules and laws around sex scenes and Mm. everything, which is good to see. And I think it's why we see, like... I guess, like, less and less
0: yeah. sex scenes in cinema. Which I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that too. You can imply it. I know how sex works. Yeah. <laughs> I know what happens.
1: Yeah. Also, like, and this movie kind of, like, as much as there's, like, so many movies where I'm like, oh, I, I love these characters. I wish I got to see him mash. Yeah. <laughs> mash. Mash. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Wish I got to see a monster mash. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to see him do it, but then... This movie is an example of mm. me being like, oh, I wish they just left a bit more to Actually, the imagination.
0: Yeah. Because some of those sex scenes were really intense, and I read that they filmed them for. Hours and hours, and got so many different shots because I mean, it makes sense because the director just wanted to get as many different angles and stuff so that then when they submitted it to whatever people say, whether this is cool to go or not, no one could come back and say, No, that's too explicit, so they didn't have other shots to use. So, you wanted oh. all different options in case it was too risque or whatever.
1: That's so funny that they like, They don't want to be too explicit. Yeah, <laughs> you look at the movie and you're like,
0: <laughs> How? Whoa. I'd love
1: to be whoever had to make that decision. (laughs) The movie should be called Basically Fucking.
0: (laughs) Slip that out. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and we we actually got that that iconic scene way earlier than I expected yeah it was like one of the first scenes in the movie yeah I thought we'd run up to it no it was in yeah first 30 minutes right there rolling on. Mm. question just a logistical question at the beginning mm. do you think from in that opening scene where she stabs the rock and roll guy mm. did she stab him while his penis was still inside her yeah whoa that's intense powerful that's powerful. <laughs> that's powerful right there really powerful well
1: yeah it's because like just after he like busts <laughs> i don't know why i'd be so brutish this
0: episode <laughs> I yeah, I can- uh, we're
1: not that kind of podcast
0: no, just kidding we've just never kidding mentioned sex before <laughs> sorry to everyone who's getting a rude shock in this episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> also what kind of bothered me as well is like okay so
1: he like bust in her and then like she stabs him. I was like, in the nineties, they had forensic testing. There'd be pussy juice all over him. All
0: over. They had the light to yeah. show where all the cum was on the bed. Yeah. I'm like, well, are you guys gonna scrape a bit of that up and and go test it? <laughs> chuck it under a microscope for a bit. Yeah. We can just wrap this up straight away. So true. I did read, uh, <laughs> like, just on IMDb trivia that um, the movie completely ignored DNA, which had been used in criminal investigations since the eighties.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so they just decided just just ignore that because that would wrap this case up straight away. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <True>. No. <laughs> um,
0: or oh. actually on the note of <sighs> I'm glad things are better for sex scenes and nudity and stuff in film now. So Jean Triplehorn, who plays the therapist yes maintains that the notorious scene in which her character and Douglas had brutal bruising sex was actually described to her in a lighter way when it was described to her before shooting. So when the director explained the scene to her, she didn't know it was going to be that aggressive. So just all those little things, like I just don't think that shit would fly anymore, which is God, really no. good. Yeah. Because that would be, again, you just get to go along with it because it's like a big movie and he's a big director and ugh, just uncomfortable. Yeah. It would just be uncomfortable. What was it? Was
1: it Paul Verhoeven? Verhoeven. He's a Total Reboot as well. Cool. Recall. Cool. Recall. Sorry. Our brother podcast, <laughs> Total Reboot. <laughs> Shout out gonna, <laughs> All right. Alexia. I mean, big question. Yeah. Did this movie make you horny?
0: Um, okay. Not for Michael Douglas sex.
1: Yes, of course.
0: But, I mean, it's when two beautiful women make out with each other, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And so the scenes with her and her girlfriend I thought were, like, just cool. It was just fucking cool. I also just love that, you know, despite it being that she's a, a temptress and a seductress and you could talk for ages about why isn't that her power as opposed to any intellect or anything else. But despite that, she was a beautiful, sexy woman and mm. she was doing – she was she was the one in control, which you don't see a lot in these old movies. So I thought she was really sexy for that reason. Her character was sexy for that reason, and she had a psycho girlfriend who was obsessed with her, and I thought that was cool too. I just don't see that very often. So maybe a little bit there, but then Michael Douglas's legs just ruined it, <laughs> and, and V neck ruined it for the rest of it. What about you? Uh, yeah,
1: no. This was like I mean, she's stunning. She's beautiful. Mm. But I almost found her sexier in Total Recall. Yeah, I agree. In a weird way. Yeah, you're right. It was, I was almost into like her and her girlfriend's dynamic, but it reminded me too much of like, a like a comedian and his girlfriend, where like, he's this like brilliant <laughs> genius, and everyone's <laughs> like, oh my god, and she's like, please be faithful, and he's like, fuck you. Oh my god, so it true. It was yeah, too reminiscent <laughs> of relationships that I know in the real world. To, for me to enjoy.
0: Yeah, in this movie, Sharon Stone is a male comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dynamic.
1: Um, would you recommend this movie on a date?
0: No. Yeah. Mm. This is too much. Mm. It's too much for only if you've been together a really long time, but not on a first, second or third date. This is a lot. And if your partner is recommending this to you, it would be like, why though? Mm. Why? Why? What about sure. you? If they... Edited out the rape scene. Sure. Okay. I think that this movie would be a it, lot sexier. Yeah, that changed the whole vibe of the film. Yeah. It really did because it gave his character this really dark edge that I hadn't even – like they said that he'd shot people and stuff accidentally, but this whole dark edge that they don't even alluded to beforehand. Yeah. yeah. True. It really like –
1: Put an ick, and I didn't want it. I didn't enjoy any of the other sex scenes because I'm like, I don't want this man to have any pleasure. Yeah. Seeing him get pleasure is pissing me off. It's
0: Gross. Mm. Mm. Agreed.
1: So yeah, if, if, if you want to specifically edit out the rape right scene, sure. <laughs> Surely <laughs> that's a service these days where like someone edits out the awful sexual assault scene, and then you can just enjoy. <gasps>
0: Like there should be like a website, and they've just got edited versions of all of the movies that have these scenes. Yeah, so cut you
1: can out. Go and watch because so many of them are like not relevant to the plot
0: anyway. Mm. Most of them, in, most yeah. of the ones we've seen, could easily be done away with. So yeah.
1: Million dollar idea, there.
0: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> ratings. Okay, how many? V-necks. How many Michael Douglas v out of five do you give this film?
1: I I really didn't vibe with it. I didn't hate it. 2.5 V-necks? Like two, <laughs> two V-necks and a scoop neck. A scoop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would give it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the same. Yeah, right down the middle. Yeah. I really wanted to like it because I yeah. love suspense. I love mystery. I love psycho women doing cool shit. <laughs> but No. Mm. All right. Well, well, that was Basic Instinct, you guys. We release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next
1: week when we have a massive episode. We will be doing Sonic 2. Uh, very special guest. Michael Theo from Love on the Spectrum.
0: And the Mr. A Plus podcast. Is going to be on talking with us. We're so, so excited. So Sonic 2 is his favourite movie of all time. Mm. So fucking can't wait to talk to him about that. Yes. And if you want to keep up with us on what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to cinema at gmail.com. And if you would like to support this podcast
1: in any way, shape, or form, here are some ways you can do it. One, our Patreon, $7 a month. Bonus content every single week, baby. Uh, We also have our merch, as always, Mm -hmm. toadsonoapod.com. And also leave us a five-star review. And in it, let us know what movie a dude has told you to see, and we will review it For you.
0: Like this review, which was left by a person called his name's James. Five star review titled Top Tier Content. Message Beck Charlwood's laugh makes me purr. That's the whole review. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm.
1: That caught, that caught me off guard. I'm bl- blushing. I know, I should
0: have warned you. Um, and we have one more. Oh, time.
1: and there's another one. Um, also, there is... Sorry, I'm still... <laughs> flustered. Uh, this other one. Sorry, sorry. Um, another one titled Banger Pod from Coco from Oz. Uh, Banger Pod, Banger Girls. Heart emoji, heart emoji. And to all the men out there crying, I say, this is just banter, love. <laughs> finally calling out people who love banter. It's
0: just banter love. That's what we should say to anyone who gives a shit online ever. Yeah. It's just Just banter banter love. love. (sighs) Well, we love you guys.
1: And I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) And also I would love to say Mm. Alexia. Yes, my love. And to all our cinemates. Mm -hmm.
0: Akumite to you. And Akumite to you and yours.